I want to speak today about five things that I speak into my life every day. And five things, the same five things that I speak upon everybody who's a friend or partner of this ministry. If people attend our meetings, if people uh, financially support our meetings or just support us in prayer, just support us in general, if that's you, then, then I speak these five things over you every day. This is what I decree and declare. And I'm going to just go through them all. And, and before I do that, I want to say that I have received these five things from a guy called Jim Kibler, who's a pastor, and, and his books are amazing. You'll get them on Amazon. The books are amazing. Get his books. Um, Jim Kibler is his name, K-I-B-L-E-R. So I learned these five things from him because he speaks these five things upon his folks. So I just thought, well, I'm going to do that. And what a blessing. So number one is the spirit of wisdom. I speak the spirit of wisdom into my life every day. Um, and, you know, these are things that I was doing anyway, but I, but I put them into these five things because uh, Jim Kibler did. And so I'm speaking these upon you. If you support my ministry uh, in any way, yeah, not just financially, but even if you just say, well, Bill's a great guy, or you come hear me preach uh, at the church I pastor, um, or in any way you've uh, supported me, then these are things that it's a, a deal, if you like, between God and I that I speak these things into your life. So Spirit of Wisdom, you're going to find that in um, Ephesians chapter 1, where Paul is praying for the Ephesians, and he says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So number one is wisdom. You need uncommon wisdom. You need wisdom that will astonish the people around you, astonish the nations. We need to walk in that. God's people need to function in that. And you need to function in it. So you have to believe God for wisdom. You have to speak it upon yourself. You have to pray. You have to believe for it. And don't do it double-minded, as James says. Don't be double-minded about it. Don't say, well, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. While you're praying for wisdom. Because you have the mind of Christ. And Christ is wisdom to you. And of course, the number two thing, the second thing, is also in this verse, which is revelation knowledge. You need revelation knowledge. You know, head knowledge is not going to take you very far. Even head knowledge of wonderful things, you need it to be revelation knowledge to you. You need it to go down into your spirit and then come back out of your spirit and illuminate your mind and, and flood your mouth so that you begin to speak it. So consciousness consciousness of heavenly realities, consciousness of heavenly truths, consciousness of that which is in the glory realm. You need the consciousness of glory. So you need the revelation of that. So those are the first two things, the spirit of wisdom and secondly, revelation knowledge. Uh, and of course it says here the spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge. So it comes as a dual package, if you like. So I'm speaking those things into my life. Listen, I've functioned and walked in revelation knowledge for a long, long time. And um, I'd like to think I've been wise, but I know I've done a lot of unwise things. But I'm believing God, and so I'm speaking for wisdom, and I'm believing and speaking that into my life and revelation knowledge. I want to grow in those things. So those are the first two things. And I'm speaking them upon you. If you're somebody, you're in my blessing circle, that I'm speaking these things on you if you in any way support what we do here. Anyway, the third thing, is supernatural favor. You need to function in the favor of God. It's so important. Remember when um, 
the uh, children of Israel came out of Egypt. God gave them favor with the Egyptians. And the Bible says the favor of God enabled them to plunder the Egyptians. Because uh, whilst they borrowed, inverted commas, all that good stuff from the Egyptians, they were never going to pay it back. And you and I need to plunder the world's economy. And we don't do it by being nasty. We don't do it by holding up, you know, banks, robbing banks. We do it by favor. The favor of God upon us causes people to transfer what they have into our hands. We're going to see a whole bunch more of that uh, in these days because this is the season for that. This is the time for that. This is the appointed time, the year of God's favor. You know, if, you, if you're preaching the gospel, you should be preaching the season of favor. And so the Bible says, you know the favor or the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. That's a favor. That's us functioning in favor that was given to us at the cross when Jesus was impoverished and made totally destitute, hanging on the cross. And we received kingdom wealth at that point. We received the infinite supply of heaven at that point, of the glory realm. And of course, in the early days of the church, you'll read it in the book of Acts, that God gave them favor with all the people. You and I are going to have to function in favor before the world's going to start listening to us. You need to be drenched. You need to be engulfed with the favor of God so that you start to get an audience among the people. And so believe God for favor. I'm speaking it upon you. Well, let me just speak that right now. Father, in Jesus' name, let everybody hearing this who is supportive of our ministry here, let them walk in super abundant favor. Let favor be abounded to them. As it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, God can make all favor abound towards you that you end up being so wealthy that you supply people out of your overflow. Folks, get into these things. So that's the third thing, supernatural favor, uncommon favor. Number four is the power of God to get wealth. You need that in these days. Listen, we're not talking here just about money. We're talking here about dominion. We're talking here about functioning in a kingdom economy, the awakened economy, God's, if you like, alternative economy, but God's economy is always the real one. It's the world's economy, the Babylonian antichrist economy that is oppressive. That's the alternative one. That's the one we don't want. And that's the one that wants to bring everybody under its control. But Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 says this, you must remember Yahweh your God, for it's he who gives you the ability or the power to get wealth so that he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Folks, understand this. God gives power to get wealth to establish the promise he made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that blessing that he gave to Abraham, which went on Isaac, went on Jacob, that blessing, which is a national blessing, a corporate blessing, but also an individual blessing, um, that came upon us on the cross of Calvary, when Jesus was made a curse to remove the curse of the law, the blessing of Abraham came upon us. So, folks, the power to get wealth is in you. That power is Jesus himself because he ratified the covenant. And so if you've got Jesus in you, you have the one who is the heir of all things. Okay? And you're joint heir with him and, you, and he's in you. So it all belongs to him. So if he's in you and it all belongs to him, then it all belongs to you. 
Amen? Because he lives in your house. He lives in your physical body temple. So, and that's a corporate thing, so it belongs to all of us. So I'm speaking it on myself, but I'm also speaking it on those in my blessing circle. Amen? And, you know, I've got to say this. Uh, you know, if anyone's opposes, opposing what, what I'm doing, then I'm blessing them anyway because we bless our enemies. Amen? But to be blessed and to have me speak these blessings upon you, then I do that for those who are uh, supporting our ministry in any way. That's, that means people just come to the meetings or people who wish as well, that type of thing. So anyway, that's number four is the power to get wealth. Number five is the one that, if you like, that encapsulates it all in many ways, and that is the blessing. Now, the blessing is the blessing, of course, that comes from the Lord. And a lot of good teaching on the blessing out there, but, you know, um, the blessing of the Lord makes rich, the Bible says. But, you know, that blessing was given to, to Abraham, okay? To Father Abraham, who is the father of those who believe. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country, your family, your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you. Now, blessing someone doesn't mean patting them on the head or giving them a nice little Helen Steiner rice greeting card, you know, from a Christian bookshop and, oh, bless you, dear one, and all this stuff. Blessing means to empower, to prosper. It's to put all that you are and all that you have behind somebody to ensure they will never fail. That even if they lose money hand over fist, then you'll fill their bank account at the end of the day. And you will cause their business ventures to succeed. You will cause that everything they put their hand to will turn to gold, will prosper. And that's what God has done for us. He did it for Abraham and that blessing comes upon us. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. We're not blessed to be selfish. Uh, we're blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed so that, that we'll overflow to others and be a source to others until they can be a source to others. Amen? So in other words, the blessing flows down. It's like a fountain. It flows down. It keeps flowing into us, but we also overflow. Our cup runneth over. I will bless them who bless you and curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Folks, the blessing is supposed to touch everybody. In other words, it's to be made available to everybody. The blessing is that it's made available to them. Some people are going to reject it. Some people are going to say, well, I don't want, I don't want your blessing. Well, that's fine. That's okay. Um, it's been offered, so that's a blessing in itself. But if they don't choose to receive it and walk in it, folks, that's where we are right now as believers. We are supposed to be blessing spreaders, blessing dispensers. We're like, we're like those uh, garden sprinklers, that everything that comes within our range we touch and arranges the whole earth, every family on earth, which means every person. Because unless you were knitted, you had a mom and dad. You know? <laughs> you know, somebody gave birth to you, somebody gave life to you. So, folks, we're here to walk in these things. And I believe these five things that I speak upon myself. Now, I've been speaking those five things uh, for a long time, but I'm putting them into this if you like this five, of course five is a number of grace, into this five-star package. And I speak these things, pray these things, pray that God will give these things to everybody um, that my ministry touches and that, that supports what we do. I don't mean that just financially, I mean just if you're in favour. See, it says in Psalm, I'm going to close with this. 
Um, David said this. This is, this is a psalm of David. And he said this. And there's, there's, there's a real truth to this. Okay? Um, and what I want to say to you before I look at this, listen to this message over and over. Get these, write these five things down. Speak them upon yourself. I'll be speaking them upon you. But you speak them upon yourself and speak them on others. We all need to walk in this. Psalm 35 verse 27 says, May those who favor my righteous cause shout for joy and be glad. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. And so I'm talking about people who favor my righteous cause, favor our ministry, favor what we're doing, favor me. And David says, may those who do that, who favor my righteous cause, may they say continually, let Yahweh be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servant. God delights in my prosperity. But God is no respecter of persons that he has uh, chosen to bless some and not others in the sense that what I'm trying to say here is, is that you can position yourself to say he delights in my prosperity, okay? Uh, God's not saying, well, I, I like some of my kids, but I don't like the rest of them. That's not what he's saying. That's not what he's going to say. That's not his heart. You can say these things too. God delights in my prosperity, and you should. Um, but you should also say God delights in other people's prosperity. Let's not be selfish hoarders of the blessings. Let's not be those who don't want other people to be blessed, especially if you're really blessed, you don't want other people to be blessed as, as blessed as you. Folks, you won't be blessed very long if that's your heart. So let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified to his pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. What I'm saying to you is, if you have pleasure in my prosperity, you want God to have pleasure in it, then keep saying that. And folks, you'll have pleasure in yours. And I'm saying it about you. I'm saying about you, let God be magnified because his pleasure in the prosperity of those who favor my righteous cause. So it's a wonderful thing, folks, that we can all be blessed together. We're supposed to be. We're supposed to walk in it. We're supposed to walk uh, and march in unity together and be blessed together and bless one another. And that includes financially, but it just especially includes by the blessing of our mouths. So receive these words, these five things. Remember that when David went out against Goliath, he put five stones in his little bag because Goliath had four brothers. Amen. So these five things will knock out the giants in your life. Number one, the spirit of wisdom. Number two, revelation knowledge. Number three, supernatural favor. Number four, the power to get wealth. And number five, the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham touches everything in your life. Remember Abraham's servant says, that Yahweh's blessed my master in all things. You ought to be blessed in all things. And if you focus on these five things, and it's not just so that we can have material blessings, it's not just so that we can function uh, in financial wealth. Kingdom wealth is not just about money, folks. The wealth of the nations is to come to us. The abundance of the world economy, the sea, the peoples of the earth. Wealth transfer is meant to happen. But it's a it's a product. It's not the reason, if you, may, if you understand. It's not the cause of blessing. It's the product. of It's being a blessed people. 
by walking in these five things. And of course, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Walking in fruit, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, all these things. But I'm speaking these five things upon you. Speak them upon yourself. Speak them upon others. And please speak them upon me. Let them favor. Let you guys favor my righteous cause. And I will speak the same things upon you. Let's do it together. Let's do it in unity. The Lord bless you till next time.